welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we begin reading the fourth book of the Torah, of the five books of Moses, Bamidbar, which means numbers and also it means in the desert. So this fourth book describes the journey of the Jewish people from the foot of Mount Sinai till they, they arrive to the threshold of the land of Israel. It's interesting to know that as I'm filming this, um, this shiur today, eh, there's so much in my heart because uh, as I'm speaking right now, barricades of rockets are falling in our beloved land of Israel. Our brothers and sisters are hiding in fear, in shelters. There's been, I don't know, 600 or more rockets falling all over Israel. This is something that it had never happened before. Uh, the capacities of, of these new rockets can reach to Jerusalem and they've been hitting very hard the south of Israel. A lot of casualties and a lot of, of uh, people that have been injured. And uh, I want to dedicate this year to the merit, to the sehut of the Jewish people in the world and in the land of Israel that Hashem should look at our love for Him uh, how the Jewish people, it doesn't matter, religious, not religious, uh, left-wing, right-wing, uh, Haredi, Sionista, Zionist, uh, from the diaspora, you name it. We, are, we come in all colors, shapes, and, and forms, but at the end of the day, we're one family, and when one is suffering, we're all suffering. And, um, and in, in reality, Hashem, this is enough. This is enough. Uh, we're ready for Mashiach. And, um, and this parasha, the Rebbes, the Hasidut teaches that when we read the parasha of the week, really we're living with the times. There's a, an infinite message that is contained in the parasha for all times. The energy of the week is the same energy as as when this parasha was written. And so the, it's interesting because the parasha begins with a census in which God asked Moshe and Aaron to count the, the, the men that are over 20 years old so they can go and build an army. And as we're learning this today, we have this beautiful army, the most humane army in the world, the Jewish army, even though the whole world is against us and the whole world sees us as inhumane and villains, in reality, this is an army that has a heart. Uh, they know exactly where to, where to target, where the, 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 the terrorists are. They try not to get into, into the civilian areas. The problem is that they are in, in the civilian areas. So. I guess that as hard as we try, war is war. But this week we learn from this parasha of Midbar that Hashem commands the Jewish people to build an army. So we see that the book of Genesis, the book of Bereshit, which is the first book of the Torah, it gives us a historic background that uh, shows the creation of the Jewish people. Uh, it, it, it starts with, uh, with the people of the idea of Hashem and, and, and God creating the world and that there's a purpose in the world. Um, also it shows us the, the gift of the land of Israel. And then the book of Exodus 
the, the second book talks about uh, the Jewish people coming out of Egypt as a nation and ready to receive the Torah. And then the book of, of Leviticus, Vaikra, which was the last book that we read, which is actually for me the hardest book to understand because it contains all the sacrifices and all this service to Hashem. In reality, this book of Vaikra details how the Jew is to answer his or her, or her divine calling in this world. Remaining both separate from the material aspect of the world, but at the same time engaging in it and making it holy. So the book of Admitbar, which is the one that we're starting today, or this week, which means in the desert, also means numbers because of the counting of the Jewish people, which Rashi um, says that God counts us because he loves us very much. It's like when you're counting your children and you're making sure in them all that you have them all around you it's because you count what is precious to you. They're like diamonds. So you're always counting to make sure they're there. So at the same time, this um, census of the Jewish people is telling the Jewish people like Hashem, for, for Hashem you're all so precious. So in the desert, this imagery of the desert is symbolic of our un unrectified physical world, which, which is largely indifferent and often antagonistic to divine consciousness. So what happened? Hashem created a world in which he reduced himself in such a way that we can even come to doubt if he exists or not. We can even, like, you can be an atheist. And, and you, have, uh, you have something to prove for that. Because Hashem created the world in such a way that he contracted himself through a chain-like descent. He contracted himself so much that in this world where we are, it's so dark, so pitch black, that divine conscience is something that is very hard to, to attain. You have to work to be able to consciously feel and see God in everything in the world. That's called Hashkaha Pratis, when you, you're in tune with divine providence in the world, when you see the hand of God everywhere. So after the Torah, after the Torah told us how the world became such a, a desert, how the Jewish people was created and how it was given the mission to restore the world to its intrinsic nature, it now, in the, in the book of Bat Midbar, is telling us how the Jews are sent out into the desert, like the Jews were living in the land of, of Egypt for 210 years. It was a metropolis, let's say it was New York today, or two years ago. And it was the epicenter of the world, Egypt. It was like everybody wanted to be there. It was the most modern city, it was where culture was. It was like very advanced in many ways. And suddenly Hashem plucks the Jews out of Egypt and he throws them in a desert to wander for 40 years. So we see here that, that the, the desert is the place where the Torah is given to the Jewish people. It's such a barren place. Because what Hashem is trying to tell the people is that it's not the edifice, it's not the city, it's not the culture, it's not society, what makes a person serve God and see Hashem. Like it's very easy to be in a kolel learning Torah all day and be connected to Hashem. But this is not the purpose of a Jew. 
The purpose of a Jew is to go into the world, go into the desert, go into this barren place where there's no, it's devoid of, of godliness and make it a godly place. Take whatever you're learning from that kollel and bring it into the world and make the, the, the world a godly place. So, so we see here that it is therefore no surprise that the opening parasha of the book of Bat Midbar describes how God assembles the young nation and makes it into his army. And so it is specifically in this parasha, and I'm talking and I have goosebumps because really we're at war right now, where our army is there defending the Jewish people and all around the world because when Israel has a, a, gets a, a cold, the whole world gets the flu. That's how it acts. So people should be concerned. So the, it says it is specifically in this parasha as they are about to leave the sheltered yeshiva, the, the sheltered world of Mount Sinai before, after they give them the Torah, which was like a yeshiva, was a sheltered place, and begin their 40, for, foray into the desert that the people are tallied and, conscri and, and conscripted into a, for, into a formal army. So the first lesson that we have to gain from this parasha is that we should never delude ourselves into thinking that the world is a benign place. We cannot think this is a, you know, we live in la la land. No, the world is full of evil. And, and the evilness of the place of the world is also a creation of Hashem. It's also part of, of the world. It's also part of the creation. And so we, we, we see that the role of a Jew, and that's why in this parasha it begins with the creation of an army, 603,000, uh, I don't remember exactly the number, but it's 603,000 and something uh, men that are over the age of 20 that go and serve in the army of those days. And, uh, and we see that the, the role of a Jew here, it's talking about a physical army, but in reality, we, we also have an internal spiritual army. And that is that we come to this world, a Jew is a soldier in this world to perfect the world. That's why we're here. We're lamplighters. We're here to make this world, not a desert, to make it a, a place where uh, love, and peace, and, uh, and we can make a dwelling place for Hashem, we can make um, the divine presence, the divine conscience of the world be connected to, to, to God. And so the world and everything in it is a challenge, a call to arms, uh, which beckons us to summon our greatest spiritual strengths to transform it back into the home of God. So that is our job in our life. This is not a world of vacation. That's when people have it all wrong. This is a battlefield. And today we're fighting a physical war in Israel with Hamas and jihadist terrorists. But internally, we are fighting a spiritual war every day of our lives. Each person within themselves has a war going on. You have a godly soul and you have an animal soul and these two entities are completely fighting over the body. So whichever one has more strength, that's the one that's going to control the body. And so if we dedicate our lives to holy pursuits, 
and connection to God, then the, 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 the godly part of ourselves is going to shine. And then we're going to be able to reveal godliness in this world. But if we're trapped by the evil inclination, by the animalistic instincts and the egocentric drives and selfishness and the, and the drive for material pursuits, and that's all we care about with no, with no means to an end, then we are going to be controlled by the Yetzer Hara, by the animal soul. So to understand this, we must first know that the Torah describes the counting of each tribe. It comes after it, 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 it makes the census and starts counting each tribe in near identical fashion. And this is to give us um, a sense of equilibrium in which Hashem is telling the Jewish people that for him, everyone counts as one and our individualities become nondescript components of the com com conglomerate whole. So what he's saying is that this census is important because Hashem is counting one by one by one by one. What he's saying is that you are important to me. As an individual, you matter. You are very important in this whole, uh, this whole existence. And so you're one. You, if you're missing in the picture, the whole is not complete. But at the same time, Hashem is letting us know that we are part of a whole. That we're part of a, of a unit. We're one with Him. And that we should all be together working for the same goal. To bring divine consciousness to the world. This is the job of a Jew. Religious, not religious, whatever you want to be. You have the free choice to choose if you're going to serve God or not serve God. But at the end of the day, what one person does affects everybody else. What I do affects a Jew in Israel right now or affects a Jew in Sri Lanka or wherever they are. We can affect the whole world also. So what we have to understand is that we are meant to to fight this war. Each person fights his own war internally. But we have to understand that we're not fighting it only for ourselves. We're fighting it for everybody else. Because my behavior has a consequence. And it affects everybody else. So yes, we're living a war right now. It's a physical war. It's a real war. Rockets are falling. Buildings are being destroyed. People are scared. A war is a nasty thing. It never ends right. There's a lot of loss and a lot of pain in it. But at the same way, we have to understand that this war, this physical war, is, is in a way a mirror of our internal war. And until we don't understand that if we're not okay inside, it's not going to be okay outside. We have to start working within ourselves. We have to start working within our midot. This is what we've been doing since the second night of Pesach till we arrived to Shavuot on Sunday night on working our, our characteristics, our character traits on becoming people that are Godly, this is the, the, the whole purpose of it, that we become godly people, holy people, that we act, think, and speak in a godly manner and the way we treat others and we treat Hashem. Because we cannot be stepping on God. 
we have to treat him how Hashem really deserves to be treated. So until then, the war that is outside is going to be manifest inside too. And until we don't fight this war and we, we win, the godly part of ourselves win the war, then the world is not going to be at peace ever until Messiah comes and we're spared from this. So, so we see here that to embark on the perilous yet promising journey through the godless desert, which is where we're right now, we're in a godless desert, we have to make it godly. Our job is to illuminate the world, to be a lamplighter, to be an example of, of, of godliness to the world, to bring divine consciousness to the world. That's our job, and ultimately transforming it into the promised land. So, God willing, with the help of Hashem, that we should all be uh, meritorious to be able to fight this war internally, so externally it will disappear once we're conquering ourselves within ourselves, this whole thing disappears. It's there for that. That's the reason we have it. It's so we can become the people we should be. And so may we have um, a good week, a blessed week. May we hear good news. May we be spared from a lot of pain. And may we see the redemption soon. I wish you a blessed week and live a little higher. Thank you.